Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Off Brands. My name is Kai Foster and I want to start off this episode by giving a shout out to at Glossy Bradstall on Instagram. They reposted the Christian and Questioning podcast episode to their story and said that they loved listening and could relate a lot. Thank you so much for showing your support for the Off Brand podcast. I really do appreciate it. And if you would like a shout out, all you have to do is follow Off Brand on Twitter at Off Brand by Kai. That's O-F-F-B-R-A-N-D-B-Y-K-A-I. Tweeting at the account will definitely help your chances, but you can also be featured by sharing the off-brand podcast to Instagram and tagging me at Kai M. Foster. New episodes come out every Saturday, and if you'd like to give monetary support in the form of a subscription to this podcast, or if you'd like to support by purchasing off-brand merch, you can check out the link in my Instagram bio. So, the fuck-up of this episode, what is it, you may ask? Well, my microphone, the batteries are just super low right now, so I'm recording off of my phone. I'm not sure if you can actually tell the difference in audio, but I just feel like, is it really Kai Foster content if there is not some technical difficulty? I have also come to the conclusion that these episodes are honestly just going to be for however long I can talk because I wanted to make them longer before, but I really hate forcing myself to talk about things for longer than I actually care to talk about them. And I'd rather make a 10 minute podcast episode that has a lot of quality content than a 30 minute one where I'm just rambling because a lot of podcasts are longer. So that's that on that officially. As you can tell by today's title, we are getting into one of my favorite topics, which is introversion. If you don't know what an introvert is, I mean, I'm not going to make you feel bad. But according to the Introvert Dear blog, they are someone who prefers, you know, calm, mentally stimulating environments. They tend to feel drained after socializing and need time alone to recharge. I feel like, at least in terms of social media and popular conversation, introverts come across as, you know, not like other girls. But I think they get so much discourse compared to extroverts because Western society, at the very least, is not really built for introverted personality types. If you think about school settings, job settings, sporting events, or even the term networking, a certain degree of socialness is required that may not come naturally to a lot of introverts. There definitely is not one correct personality type, but there are certain personality types that make it easier to navigate the world that we live in. An extrovert, on the other hand, is someone who is more outgoing and is stimulated by being around others. Regardless of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, everybody needs downtime and everybody needs some degree of social stimulation. Ambiverts occupy that happy medium. So I guess before I get into my own experiences with introversion, it would be helpful to get into signs that you may also be one. A lot of my information is going to be coming from the Introvert Dear blog, as it is one of my favorite websites. They have an article titled, If You Relate to These 21 Signs, You're an Introvert, and I definitely recommend checking it out if you would like more detail. But I think one of the most telling signs that you're an introvert is that you really enjoy your alone time. Like you genuinely look forward to leaving social events or a long day at work. A lot of the time, it's just you preferring to be alone over doing something that's too socially stimulating. What I will say, though, as an introvert myself, is that if it's the right person, I don't find myself getting drained as quickly. Large crowds will definitely do it for me, but I find that I'm more extroverted around people that I feel 100% comfortable around. And it can take introverts a while to finally warm up to others because we have to take everything around us in and then make a decision as to whether or not we want to engage. And it's just a way for introverts to protect their energy. 
Another sign that you may be an introvert is when you're better at writing your thoughts than speaking them. This couldn't be any closer to the truth for me because while I do YouTube and have to speak, you know, in front of a camera, I feel way more comfortable when I brainstorm and write things down first. I feel like I enjoy my podcast so much because of all the writing that goes into it beforehand. Because for me, I fear not being able to say everything that I want when I am put on the spot because I think and feel, you know, just so deeply about things and it can be almost impossible to convey what you're trying to say in an appropriate, time-efficient manner. As an introvert, you may also just be around people for less time so you don't spend as much time improving your speech skills. Sometimes it's genuinely difficult for me to say certain phrases or words together. And it's definitely embarrassing, but also a byproduct of just not being in situations where I have to talk all the time. I'm a great writer, but terrible at speaking when I am put on the spot. I think another sign that I heavily resonate with is hating small talk. Like, I hate small talk oh my god like i feel like everything is just deeper at all times for introverts and small talk comes across as very ingenuine especially a question like how are you from strangers i personally cringe and i would like to abolish the question from impassing conversations because to say that you're having a terrible day would just not be socially acceptable and i know that i would not even know how to react on the receiving end if somebody told me that their day was shitty So yeah, talking about the weather or the latest baseball game just seems like a death wish. And I think introverts more than anybody else hate feigning interest. Like introverts really do enjoy getting to the meat of things. Another sign is just a very vivid imagination. I find that I spend a lot of time in my head and probably too much, if we're being honest. My imagination is taking me crazy places for as long as I can remember. And some of y'all may know, but in my early teenage years, I was really into writing fan fiction and I can't even begin to describe the excitement and just pure joy I had when it came to coming up with these creative fiction stories and sharing them with others. I can listen to music and just get completely lost. I mean, thinking about scenarios in my head that would probably never happen. And I used to read a lot as a child, and I think that definitely was the catalyst for the imagination that I have to this day. And let me just say that my imagination also fucks up my love life. Like, I can match with a dude on the dating app, and then I'm thinking about the color scheme for our wedding. So it can be super toxic at times, or I could just be a Libra Venus. I don't know, but... That is also a sign that you might be an introvert. The last sign that I'm gonna get into, even though there are plenty of others, is just having a very small group of friends. I think for a lot of introverts, it's definitely quality over quantity. And I don't wanna paint out extroverts for not valuing quality by any means. I feel like a lot of the time for extroverts, not everything has to have depth for it to be enjoyable. I would say I have no more than like five people that I would consider really, really, really close friends. Everybody thought I had become this extrovert my freshman year of college because of all the people that I had in my YouTube videos, but nothing really changed. I've also found that it's very difficult for me to stay in or find friend groups. Like something about them always felt ingenuine, even though I always secretly craved finding my group. I was definitely more of a floater in high school and college, which was honestly ideal in some occasions because I had you know different groups and kinds of friends for different reasons. And I never felt like I had to think a certain way or do certain things because I only subscribed to one group. I think that my introversion started when I was very young, you know, like a toddler, honestly, and I feel like that's how it is for most people. But my parents were always busy and I started going to daycare like 
literally right after I was born. And most of my childhood consisted of being in someone else's care from like 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And when I was at home, I was probably reading or minding my business, doing something else. There was also a big emphasis on doing good in school. So a lot of my free time was still spent doing school-related activities. I think what also may add to it, my introversion that is, was that my primary caretaker, that being my mother, just was not the most affectionate. So in turn, I grew up associating affection and closeness with this uncomfortable and foreign feeling. And I really did prefer being to myself to avoid it. Once again, according to the Introvert Dear blog, introverted children have you know very vivid imaginations. They engage with the deeper aspects of life. They are big observers, they're more shy, and they don't always do well in group settings. I can say that throughout daycare and elementary, I always felt out of place and I never knew what it was. Like I knew I wasn't hated or extremely disliked. I just never felt like I fit in or that anyone understood me. And I can't shake this one memory from a summer camp that I went to when I had to be around the age of like nine or 10, but I was going on some kind of rant about life and everybody around me, including the camp counselors were just like confused. And some of them were like, you know, laughing, like, what is she talking about? And I knew that what I was saying wasn't nonsense, but that's how everyone around me made me feel. And a lot of the time as an introvert, when you finally work up the courage to say what's on your mind and to say what you truly feel, situations like that make you never want to talk to anyone again. And it just takes so much energy to be completely comfortable around others. And when people are unreceptive to that fact or completely misconstrue where you're coming from, it's a reminder of why we just don't say much in the first place. Feeling misunderstood is such a common theme amongst introverts. A lot of it is obviously due to the fact that we don't always allow people in the first place to understand us. I personally am such an observer of my surroundings that I sometimes assume that others are. And sometimes, even though it doesn't make any sense, I expect people to know how I'm feeling. And just to be clear, introverts can feel misunderstood in a plethora of different ways because there isn't just one kind of introvert. According to an article on psychologytoday.com called Five Kinds of Introverts and Their Life-Affirming Ways, there are a variety of ways introversion can manifest. Overlap is also possible if you feel like you may relate to more than one. But according to Bella DePaulo, PhD, there are social introverts who generally enjoy more intimate settings and their alone time a lot. There are introspective introverts or thinking introverts who easily get lost in their own worlds and are very deep thinkers. There are restrained introverts who tend to be just, you know, really great observers and they refrain from taking action until they have gathered enough information about a certain task or going about a certain activity. She describes the fourth introvert as literally the same thing but in a different way. And the fifth kind of introvert are those that just don't like that much stimulation, whether it be light or noise. A lot of them prefer to work in, you know, quiet environments and just they don't like too much exposure to anything. So if you go beyond surface level, there are different introverted personality types within the Myers-Briggs type indicator. It's a test that you can take that will indicate your own psychological ways and preferences. And if you've been tuning into any of my other podcast episodes or YouTube videos, I am an INFP. There's so many different personality types that it would be impossible to go into depth with them all. However, as the title suggests, I wanted to get into some of my personal struggles when it comes to being an introvert. My first pet peeve revolving around introversion is misconstruing the actions around me. 
as an introvert, you're just so intentional about the energy that you give when it comes time to be social because you're just naturally not that social. So I feel like a lot of the time, my gestures have more meaning than the average person would expect. I surround myself around extroverts primarily, and I've come to find out that they really be for everybody. (laughs) And I said this in my previous podcast episode. I think it was the I'm not looking for anything serious one. But on so many occasions, I've confused an extrovert's actions for either flirtation, admiration, or anything in between. When I confronted an extrovert about their actions one time, they said that they did the same thing with everybody else. And I'm not gonna lie, I was hurt for a second. I'm just like, damn, like I thought I was special. (laughs) But that's just a reminder that it makes no sense and that it is often counterproductive to expect yourself from other people. We're all different, we have varying experiences, so it goes without saying that we all interact differently. My next pet peeve is when it comes to dealing with conflict. Once again, as someone who isn't the most social, it drains me on a whole other level having to deal with issues that may arise within the relationships that I have. Our social media just takes a lot of time to fill up, you know, compared to others. So when it comes to having to use that energy on negative or stressful situations, it can be damaging, especially when you're already non-confrontational like I am. And I think even more when the person who you have to confront is not at all receptive to what you have to say. If I get into an argument, I might just go ghost for the next two weeks because it can be such an annoyance reserving so much energy just to be let down. Next, when people mistake my introversion for being stuck up or bitchy, I think some people genuinely feel entitled to your time and attention, so when they are not receiving it, it can be an insult to them. And I think it's just especially annoying when you purposely isolate yourself, let's just say at lunch or on a train, and people assume that you need company. But back to the main point of being stuck up or bitchy, so many people have told me that their first impressions of me was that, you know, I was rude or that I didn't like them. And it's interesting because I just feel like you can never really make that judgment until you have a conversation with someone. But I do have the worst resting bitch face. I will say that. But I promise a conversation or maybe a little alcohol will completely change that thought. And the last thing that I'm going to talk about as a pet peeve is that whenever I was in school, I personally hated group projects or whenever I would hear the teacher yell, pick a partner. Oh my God, like this sounds so shitty, but I was a bitch that would like wait for people to come to her. And it just felt so uncomfortable going up to random students to ask them to work on something. Like I will purposely ignore the teacher's request to work in a group if I have no friends in the class. And I don't even think group work even ever had the impact that it was supposed to have in school like one person usually ended up doing most of the work while everybody else just sat back and watched and usually the introvert i feel like was doing the work not to mention the agony that comes with people doing things in a different way than you would want group work and just you know the presentations that come along with it made me very uncomfortable and presentation specifically because i have a speech impediment at times as a result of my introversion And yeah, school is just like, it's not a place where introverts often thrive. But that pretty much concludes this episode. Um, I feel like they get shorter and shorter, but at this point, it kind of is what it is. I really don't like to talk for longer than I feel like, so that has been this. Feel free, though, to DM me any other topics or ideas that you want to talk about on Twitter at OffBrandByKai. I'm definitely down to um, talk about whatever you guys want me to talk about that fits within you know, the off-brand brand? brand? (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, I really want to get other people on here, um, like friends or just other guests, but corona just makes a lot of stuff difficult. So yeah. 
Other than that, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and that you could take something away from it. If you felt the same and be sure it was someone who doesn't, I'm all about starting discourse where it's needed and introversion is something that a lot of people experience. So you're not alone even if it feels like it. Once again, make sure you guys follow at Off Brand by Kai on Twitter and I will catch you guys in the next episode.